Hey everyone, welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hankwist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. I'm here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. I've taken everything I've learned over the course of five years of bodybuilding and have combined it with my 15 years of experience at being a busy working mom to create the best nutrition and fitness strategies. Now I'm bringing all that I've learned over to you through Envision Nutrition and giving you glimpses and pieces of it through this very podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. Okay, well... I am here with Brandy today, Envision Coach Brandy, and we are going to start talking with you guys about Memorial Weekend festivities. Woohoo! Yeah, I think everyone's excited to start venturing out again and doing more things with people. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not sure how it is where you are, but we are in Nebraska, and I just feel like we are, we've kind of been back to normal for quite a while. Um, not that, you know, people are still wearing masks in some areas, but we've been having relatively a normal life for, I would say like three months or so now. So I don't know how things are where you're at. Yeah, it's kind of, it's hit and miss. Um, it was actually almost easier when pretty much everywhere you went, you had to wear a mask for me because now it's like some places you do and some places you don't. And I usually, I usually try to bring it just in case, but then sometimes you just forget. And I was at Petco the other day buying dog food. And as soon as I walked in, the lady's like, do you have a mask? And I was like, oh shoot, I forgot it, which I don't mind like wearing it. That's not the problem, but it was just so funny. The one, the The one one place. Yeah. (laughs) The one place that would actually call you out. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm the same way. I, and, and I've actually, I've been vaccinated. And so I really haven't been as serious about the mask situation, but yeah, there are some times where I'm like, Oh, whoops, forgot to run back. But if you are going to have the opportunity to go out and about and celebrate Memorial weekend, we wanted to give you guys some, just some little tips and tricks to, you know, keep you on track to meeting your goals. Um, you know, I want to start off by saying, first of all, that it really is what you do most of the time that matters. What you do sometimes, yeah, it counts, but it's not going to count near as much. So these days leading up to the holiday where you're going to indulge a little bit more, maybe have some cocktails, these are the days where it actually matters most of what you're going to be doing. Yeah. And you're so right. What we do the most is what is going to produce the body that we have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just got to be careful. I think, especially going into summer because everyone knows and thinks the holidays are really hard, but I almost argue that summertime can be harder because you're out and you're barbecuing and drinking and chips and all that stuff. Um, so you just want to make sure that like every weekend isn't, you know, a special weekend because or like every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then, Hey, it's Sunday night. 
let's do so. Like it could seriously turn into a four day free for all every single week. Absolutely. So that's just something you got to be able to recognize if you start slipping into that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I get a lot of, I'm so good during the week. And it's like, you know, how come I'm not seeing my result? Okay. What's t- let's talk about Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let's talk about how that was because really you can derail everything that you've done, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in those three days, if you're not diligent. Yeah. And even <laughs> I can speak from experience that even just going real crazy one day a week can really undo a lot of work. Cause I was in a cycle of that for way too long. Um, this is before I was like tracking macros, but just like eating clean and then yeah. Saturday cheat day. And I would, right. <laughs> I would feel sick until Wednesday because I ate so much on Saturday. And then I would, then by like Thursday, Friday, I'd start feeling really good again. And then Saturday just start all over. <laughs> It took me way too Just long enough to, time to realize. Again. Yeah. Yeah. It took me way too long to realize like, what am I, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I not getting results? Yeah. <laughs> well, so. and like, and for me, I don't know. I think it like for me, a lot of times it came down to organization. Like all my food is like all my prepped food is gone and it's Friday night. Okay. Let's grab some pizza or whatever it is. Well then Saturday morning. Cool. Let's make some pancakes. I mean, it's just like, you're not having your normal breakfast on those days. You're out of your prepped clean food. It's just a lack of organization. And so then when I finally threw in that midweek prep where I'm like, I still have to eat food on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it can't just be random free for all stuff. That's when really things started to fall into place for me. You know, my husband and I like to have a date night once a week, um, but we're still pretty diligent about what that date night looks like. We might have one or two cocktails, but we're still having, you know, filling up on good things. It might be like a steak or it might be a burger with a salad. It's not just, or we might split like a little personal pizza and then both have chicken salads. So like, even though we're still having our quote unquote cheat meal or, or date night meal, it's still relatively decent meal where we kind of, I call it, have your cake and eat it too. You know, I, I, we're having the good things, but we're also filling up on really good things. Yeah. Yep. That's a good way to do it. Um, so let's say that you've been diligent, you're hitting your goals and now it's time to go. I don't know. Typically I think people go camping Memorial weekend or they have a bunch of barbecues or whatever it is. So let's say that you are heading out and going camping Some of my favorite snacks to take with me on a camping trip where I'm not going to have, maybe you're luxuriously camping or glamping and you have access to a microwave, then obviously that's, you know, there's plenty of things that you can bring for that. But let's say that you're not, you're not going to have a lot of access. You're literally going to have to create fire to cook up your food. So what are some things that you can have with you if you're in that particular situation I'll share a couple of mine and then, and then you probably have some of your own as well. So I love these, they're protein bars. They're called builder bars. Now I don't have them all the time because they do have 17 grams of sugar in them. However, they are 20 grams of protein and there's something really great that you can just grab and go. Um, but then I also love to have beef jerky. 
And then I also love to have tuna packets with me as well. Um, so those are a couple of things. And then of course I have nuts and you know, the, <clears throat> that kind of stuff. I try to stay away from trail mix because man, that, that dried fruit is like loaded with sugar. So I, I don't have a lot of that, but, um, those are three main things I always make sure to have with me, um, on a camping trip. Yeah, those are all good. And, uh, I think jerky is huge. I think, you know, we're talking a lot about protein, but there's a reason. And that's because when our protein levels are where they need to be, we are less likely to get real snacky on the things that you just can't stop eating, right? Like the chips yeah. and the trail mix, the dried fruit and the M&Ms or the chocolate chips or whatever in it. Yeah. Um, so those are really good. And I like, um, hard boiled eggs, you can buy pre-made now. So that's super easy. And that's not yes. a food that I can eat all the time over and over, but for like a couple days of a camping trip uh-huh. for me, uh-huh. that's like a good time to bring those in the mix again. Um, as well as you can pre-make some like protein pancakes and eat them cold, like as mm-hmm. leftovers. Mm-hmm. So those are really easy. And, um, yeah, the more like good quality snacks you can bring the better, because I think especially with camping and like long car trips, those that's what kills you is really just snacking out of boredom or being like, Oh, we're camping. And when we're camping, we always have, you know, these treats or when we're in the car, I like to have you associate with maybe some certain things. And it's, you'll just find yourself being like, I'm kind of bored. It's been like 20 minutes. What can I eat? You know? Well, and maybe it was when you were a kid, like you went on camp family camping trips and that's just, but when you're a little kid, think of how much more active you also were, you know, and we obviously had yeah. different metabolisms back then too. Yeah. So and along those lines, if they're, if you're the one in charge of buying the snacks, if there is a particular <sighs> snack food that your whole family loves, but is extremely hard for you to like, not stop eating, don't buy it. Just do yourself yeah. a favor and be like, oh shoot, I forgot to get those this time, you know, or or just be honest and be like, if we have those, I'll eat the whole thing like the first day and I don't want to do that. So yeah. Get or them. yeah, because I'm a huge believer in controlling your environment is a lot easier than trying to control your willpower. Um I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to be diligent, but there's just times where you're like, 10 minutes later, you find yourself elbow deep in a bag of chips or whatever. I mean, you just, yeah. you know, you shouldn't, but you still are. And so sometimes I think it's just best to just have that stuff out of there or don't buy like the big freaking family size thing, you know, buy a little tiny thing. And you like here, you know, an example is we went to cold stone. Um, I don't know if you have that where you're at, but yeah. it's like the best freaking ice cream on the planet. And I have it literally like once a year. That's how, I mean, I think one little thing is like 1200 calories. I mean, it's so bad for you, but my daughter got the smallest size and my husband, my daughter and I all three split that little tiny thing because that's all we needed. I'm just saying like have a smaller portion. We didn't say no, but we had, and a lot of times three or four bites is really all you need anyways. Yeah. Then it kind of loses its initial, like, oh man, this is so good, but you just keep eating it because it's but there. You keep eating it because it's there and you don't want to waste it because it costs money. Yeah. So yeah, maybe just bring like a little Ziploc bag full and, and call it good. Um, so let's say that you are going to sort of like a potluck or backyard barbecue kind of thing. 
Um, so one thing that I love to do is I love to bring along a dish that I can share that I know that I'm going to be able to, and, you know, have myself, it's still going to be within my goals. Um, a lot of times if it's a backyard barbecue, you know, there's going to be some kind of pulled pork or some kind of, um, you know, grilled burgers or whatever. But, um, I always love to bring like a taco salad or some, something big that I can share with everybody else, or maybe that's even a healthier appetizer as well. Yeah, that's a really good, really good tip. Um, what I really like to do in bar, any kind of social situation where there's like basically buffet style food yeah, uh, is to, so sometimes, you know, in those situations, you're going to, if you're tracking macros or counting calories, you're going to try to stay as close to a on point as you can. And sometimes you're going to make the decision that you're not going to worry about that. And you're just going to enjoy the food. But I think either way, a good way to play it is to get one plate, maybe two if you don't like all your food touching each other. <laughs> I and, forget about that. I'm like, yeah. mix it all up. <laughs> I don't like, I either like everything mixed together or nothing touching at all. Okay. So, um, you know, and just get a little bit of all the things that look good to you. But don't waste your time on something that you know you're not going to like just because so-and-so brought it and you don't, you don't want to make them feel bad. You know, yeah, like, absolutely. don't waste your time on that. Um, yeah, and yeah. then if if you're at, like, a gathering where all the snacks are just laid out on some table, do not stand there. Do not sit there because <laughs> that's when you will just eat and eat and put that hand in the chip bowl and you won't even know how much you've had. Right. Yeah. So like, I like what you said, get a plate, put it on the freaking plate. So you know how much you're dealing with <laughs> Yeah. and you can, because it's not that I feel like, so I'm, I'm indifferent when it comes to those kind of gatherings. Like I tracked macros for so long. I actually don't really track macros right now unless I am just trying to get a figure or baseline for about how much I've had or, um, or if I'm like in a cut or if I'm in season or something, otherwise I just don't really, I kind of know what quantities I need of things. Um, and so then I will do like what you said, where I'll get a plate, I'll put what I want on there. I always plan around protein first because when I have my protein on my plate, I know, okay, if this is a burger, it's probably like 80, 20. And so those are also my fats. Yeah. And so I know that the only thing I'm really going to need is probably some kind of carbohydrate. So that's either going to be a bun or that's going to be one of the side dishes. Um, so that's just kind of how I mentally take in the situation. Um, and that also helps me to stay on track without having to actually track, if that makes sense. Yeah. And also totally smart. fill up on as many veggies. And I know not everybody is a veggie van, but that's again, why I bring bring something that you enjoy that you can share. Um, and usually for me, it's a veggie because that's usually the thing that's missing at a lot of those kinds of things. Hey guys, if you're ready for a new start, Envision is starting a 21 day metabolic acceleration challenge starting June 1st. 
the day after Memorial Day. This challenge is totally free, plus there will be a $500 cash prize for the winner. The only thing is you must be a part of the Metabolic Accelerator Facebook group. So let's make this next half of the year the best start you'll ever make. Head to the link in this podcast, teamenvisionnutrition.com, or any of our other social media platforms to register. Yeah, and I think one of the worst things you can do before something like that is try to not eat the whole day leading up to it sounds like a good idea in theory, but then you're so hungry that you just end up eating so much more than you would have if you would have just had a normal type breakfast for you, or let's say kept your earlier meals, protein and veggie heavy and left yourself a good buffer with carbs and fats, you know? Um, so yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've had clients say, and so I just, I didn't eat anything all day, or I just had one little protein shake, you know, mixed with water. And then when I got there, oh man, you know, I just couldn't stop. So, well, and if you are going to do that, at least let it be a whole protein source, like a grilled chicken and a salad or something. Um, stick with you a lot longer than just the liquid shake. Yeah. Well, and I think that one thing that I like to do is I will literally have like maybe a packet of tuna or a few bites of grilled chicken or something right before I go, because that's the thing. It's like when you're absolutely starving, I mean, your body is technically like in a survival mode and it will do whatever it has to do to survive and hold on to body fat. And it's like, we're going to eat man. And food's going to be right there ready for you to just take down. So yeah, Yeah. definitely try to, have you ever gone to the grocery store on an, on a, when you're hungry? Oh yeah, for sure. You never come out any good on that situation. I used to (laughs) purposefully, I guess I was kind of hungry, kind of not, but like I would go to Walmart to do grocery shopping and then I would just get like a pound of, I call them Jojo's, but you know, those like potato wedges, like from the (laughs) hot area and I'll just chomp on them while I'm shopping. And then I'll just put the bag up when I'm checking out and pay for, you know, the empty bag, whatever I had. Anyway, that's not, I don't recommend doing that. You don't do that anymore. (laughs) No, I don't do that anymore. But, but I think One thing, are we ready to talk about how to tackle alcohol at something like this? Yeah, let's go ahead and throw alcohol out there. So yeah, so I, one thing that I like to do, A, is kind of have a plan ahead of time. Um, Because sometimes it doesn't go 100% as the way that you were hoping, but at least if you have some kind of sort of like conversation with yourself before you go, you're a little more likely to be on track. Um, and the other thing is that I like to do is I also like to bring my own, um, because a lot of times there's going to be some kind of a punch or some kind of a homemade alcoholic beverage there that is going to be full of sugar and full of who knows how much alcohol. Um, and so a lot of times I will bring my own sort of skinny version. I just, uh, posted about a skinny margarita. Um, and those are really good. It was only 154 calories. And then, um, I think it's really good to have some kind of a limit with yourself. So I always have a a two drink limit. Um, for me, that's just, that's my limit. That's when I know I'm not going to start talking out of my ass and and start, you know, saying things that I don't want to be saying or acting silly or acting a certain way. So I always try to stick to two. Um, and then I always have water in between, I call them spacers. Um, and sometimes you can, you know, make your water glass pretty and, Um, put some fruit in it or whatever, have some sparkling water, those kinds of things. But that's how I do alcohol. 
Um, I also count alcohol as either a carb or a fat as far as like how, how I do it. Yeah. I think those are really good tips. I really like having a drink limit because you know, if you try to go into it thinking you're not going to drink at all, if that's not realistic for you, then you're just setting yourself up for failure. So you're better off having one or two, or maybe three is like a a good limit for you, you know? And I would say too, like make it something that you want. Like if you don't really care to have a light beer, don't have a light beer, you know, like have something that you, you know, or if you like your recipe, you posted about this more of a skinny version of a cocktail, but that, that actually is something you enjoy and it tastes good. So it's not really like, oh, well, I have to have this, you know, because less calories, Yeah, like have what you want. So if, you know, that's a good alternative. So I think the limit is really smart. And I think it's also because not only for, to prevent how much you're going to drink, a drink limit is going to prevent how much you're going to eat as well. Yeah. Because the more you drink, the more munchy you get, you know, and you'll just be that bowl of chips is going to have no chance, you know? And um, (laughs) yeah. Well, and one thing to think about too, and and this is what you want to listen to when you're sober, uh, because it's going to help you with your decisions when maybe you're not, uh, but one thing that alcohol does is it spikes your insulin. Um, and what happens when your insulin is elevated is your body stores is a lot more prone to storing um, any sort of fuel or calories as fat. Um, because what it's trying to do is it's trying to shove everything else aside so it can quickly get that alcohol processed out of your system. So it's basically taking that straight through and saying, hey, get out of my way, everybody. So everybody else is getting stored as body fat so that your body can work that alcohol out of your system. And so if you're you're kind of aware of that and how your body works and processes those things, you might also be a little bit more likely to keep yourself in check. Yeah. Which I think maybe some people don't realize this, but that is why we typically recommend um, counting your alcohol calories towards carbs or fats. It's just to help. um, It's just to help account for the actual calories that you're taking in, you know, it's yeah. not going to be a hundred percent because your body does process alcohol differently than anything else, but it's the best we can do to try to keep you somewhat in the cake and eat it too thing. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 And you did touch on that, but let's just, um, say that let's use the light beer or a white claw as an example. Those are usually around a hundred calories and they usually say they have like three to five grams of carbs. Yep. But what we're talking about is taking the total amount of calories, so 100 calories, and converting that into carbs or fat. So that would be name. Like, yeah, so that would be like 25 grams of carbs for 100 calories because three, cal- three carbs is 12 calories. So where's yeah. the rest of those calories coming from? So that's yeah. something that people kind of don't put together and alcohol, alcohol, and people don't realize alcohol is its very own macro. So when you're talking in terms of macros, you've got your carbs, you've got your fats, you've got your proteins, but alcohol is actually its very own little macro and it's seven calories or yeah, seven calories per gram of alcohol. Well, we don't really know what in the heck that even looks like. So we have to count that towards 
something, right? So yeah, to try to simplify count- just a little. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> try to give the the one hundred and one version, but but yeah, that's exactly why it's important to count those as something. You got to put a label on them somewhere. I kind of burst everybody's bubble when we went on our spring break vacation because everybody's having those white claws, and they're like, "Yeah, they're only two carbs. Here, you want one?" I'm like, "No way. Those have actually hundred calories. That's actually twenty three carbs." So, <laughs> yeah. and you know, nobody likes to hear that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. It's why you know beer guts are a thing. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just good information to have because knowing that you might choose, oh, well, I'd rather have a glass of wine because I prefer, I like that better, you know, and, or I'd rather have one margarita, you know, that I like a lot better than this, what I thought was this like low calorie beverage. Yep. And I love to have something that I can just sip on and chit chat and sip on. And it's not like a Bud Light just absolutely does nothing for me. To me, it reminds me of when I was broke in college and all of us (laughs) roommates would put our money together and we would buy, I don't even know, whatever the cheapest beer was. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I've been growing up, but now I don't, I don't need to do that anymore. We're going to, we're going to have something that we actually want to have. Um, so yeah, that's our little alcohol talk. But the other thing too, is, is when you are in a phase where you're trying to trim up, you're trying to get a little bit lighter on your toes. Um, you're trying to be more diligent. I think that you should have a weekly limit total on alcohol in general. So I think if you're going to be going on like a three, four day, um, vacation, you could probably let that up a little bit, but you know, for me, I think, I try to have a two drink limit total when I'm on um, some kind of a cut phase and that's for the whole week because when you are more active, when your workouts are harder, when your food intake is less, um, you just really don't have the room in your diet to have those alcohol calories. So that's why I love to have a weekly limit. And then a lot of my clients, when they're going through cut phases, I like them to have a weekly limit too, because you're not going to get all the nutrients that you need off of alcohol calories. Yeah. Agreed. And when you have less calories to work with, that might taste good, but it's not satisfying in like a, yeah. Oh, I'm so full now that I had that drink, you know, just right. really, that's <laughs> <Exactly>. not. <laughs> same thing goes with those like mochaccino latte things. Like Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So there's a time and a place, right? So I think actually talking about like Memorial weekend or just summer plans is really good also to address that you might be in a phase of life where you can have a lot more wiggle room, right? Where you can have, keep things kind of more or less like somewhat normal during your week and have a little more freedom on the weekends if you're newer to losing weight and have a lot of weight to lose, or you have a very aggressive goal to get on a stage by a certain yep. date, it's a deadline. You don't have that luxury there right. in that at this moment, you have to wait. <laughs> you got yeah, to like what you said about in this moment, because it's not forever, right? It's yeah. not like you're, it's not like we're saying we can never have those things. It's just, there's seasons in life that we're going to go through. And when you're in a cutting season, if you're wanting to shred some weight, you're just going to have to understand that you, you can't have your cake and eat it too during some of these times. Yeah. If you're saving up to buy a house, there's a lot of things you stop buying. You don't go right? get a, you don't go get a car loan. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's kind of works similarly. You've got to think about your number one priority. And sometimes that means what you want right now, you don't get to have. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and and that's one thing that I actually like too, is, um, I will, sometimes I'll do that. Let's say that I made a fresh batch of chocolate chip cookies and, oh, my, you know, my food intake's gone for the day, or I've already had my snack, or I know I don't have room for that. Okay, cool. I'm just going to make sure I have room for that tomorrow. And yeah. And to me, maybe that's not enough for everybody, but to me, that satisfies it for me. Cool. I'm going to have it tomorrow. I'm not telling myself, no, just saying that right now. Yeah. The other really good thing about that is then it's not like you're not eating something on impulse. It's like the next day comes and if you still really want it, like you have it. And it's that's the thing is a lot of times it'll come and you're like, "Mm, it doesn't really sound that great anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But so let's talk about activity because I think that you can be a little bit more indulgent if your activity is reflected on that as well. Um, So I think the best thing is to, there's a lot of really quick workouts. We also have a a free workout guide on our website that you can download. Um, And I can put the link for that in the show notes. I don't know why I'm pointing down. It's not like anybody (laughs) can see me. (laughs) Um, We both are very animated talking with our hands. I noticed that with you too. I I literally, (laughs) when I was talking about the alcohol thing, I like parted the Red Sea with my hands. Nobody (laughs) can see that. (laughs) But but yeah, so activity, um, when you are going to be a little bit more indulgent. So one thing that I love to do is I will do like a, a hit style conditioning style, high rep workout first thing in the morning. If I know I'm going to be indulging a little bit more later in the day, because that is going to help your muscles pump out more glycogen and glycogen is the stored up carbohydrates that are in your muscles. And so that's just going to leave a little bit more room to, for your body to soak up more of that food. Yeah. And the other thing is hopefully, you know, like at barbecues and stuff, usually there's like activities, right? So if there are some games, like jump in on a game, like play spike ball or volleyball, you know, or whatever, whatever the kids are playing, like get in on it and don't just sit around and do nothing. So just find ways to be active. That is funny that you say that. I swear I swear I'm always the one that plays with the kids. I'm always the one that's like off. A lot of the times I think it's because of my size. I'm literally just the size of all of them. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, like play the bags, play the, you know, the wiffle ball or whatever the heck they're playing, because honestly, it's a lot of fun and you're going to be, you're going to be active and you're probably going to get a lot more of the other adults in with you also. Mm-hmm. My family even lets me jump in on beer pong, even though they know I don't really drink beer. So, you know, you, you, that's not super active, but there's a little hand flicking and, you know, you got to chase the ping pong ball when it misses you the do. Tape. You're still running around and your yep. wrist is moving. So you probably get more steps on your tracker there you go. <laughs> with the flick of the ping pong paddle. I haven't played beer pong in a very long time. I'm actually quite impressed that your family does that. so I think that you know let's just kind of sum up everything that we talked about is again I want to reiterate it's not what we do sometimes that matters it's what we do most of the time that counts have a plan Um, I know we can't always be planners but I think having a plan in place how much alcohol you're going to drink 
um, having some kind of a high protein snack before you go, um, and then planning around protein when you are there. Um, having an alcohol limit. Did I say that yet? I can't remember. Uh, but all of these things are really going to help you stay on track. Um, so you can live your life, have a good time, but ultimately keep in mind that we aren't going back to, to how we were like, this is a lifestyle change. And if you want the, you know, the, the body, the energy, the vitality that you're searching for, you really do have to make that change. And so learning these little strategies during these times of more indulgence is going to make or break your success long-term. Yeah. And I think just to add to that, let's say it's a more indulgent day or it really doesn't go to plan and it just snowballs out of control. The real test is what you do next. Yep. It's in the reaction. Mm -hmm. Are you you going to starve yourself for three days or are you going to slash all the other tires because one's flat? Yeah. Um, You know, or are you going to just move on from what happened, pick yourself back up and just start fresh again? Just pick it right up where you left off, you know? So absolutely. I absolutely love that motto too, is it's like, we can't help what happens, right? We can't help what we did yesterday. All we can do is focus on making this day better. And I talk about that a lot, even like winning the day, you know what? It might be nine 30. You might be absolutely completely exhausted and you might still need 1500 steps. Well, I'm probably not going to do it. I'm probably not going to get my 1500 steps after I've done all the things, after I've put all the kids to bed, I'm exhausted, but you know what? I can make sure that tomorrow is a win. Um, I'm going to put a couple of things into the, sh- there I go pointing down again. I'm going to put a couple <laughs> of things into the, <laughs> into the show. Just link it here. It'll be linked here. <laughs> here down below. <laughs> Swipe up. Uh, like I'm on the story. That's funny. Um, it's because I'm on, uh, um, zoom with Brandy. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I'm going to link a couple of things. We have an alcohol guide and then we have a workout guide. So I'm going to link both of those two in the show notes for you guys. Um, but I hope you have a absolutely fantastic Memorial day. Um, you know, I really like to think of these holidays as building relationships, building friendships, building memories, making memories. Um, and it's, and it's just, it's not always about the food and alcohol. Um, that's great. That stuff's a bonus, but that's not what it's all about. Yeah. Agreed. If you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications so you don't miss a beat. We'd love it if you'd share this podcast to your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.